it was fun. It was a fun match. Awesome. Uh, so from there, you did have your, uh, again, you had another run doing um, a lot of things that uh, probably put me at danger at ringside at IWC. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Namely, a, 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 tables, a tables elimination match. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That was a little scary for me, too. It was. Just, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'd I, imagine. I, and I, David Wallace. <laughs> I, I love David. <laughs> There is something interesting. We, we were doing a recording for something else for the network, and um, um, Pollock and, and Lawless were talking about how they've been in more more table spots in the last like year or so of IWC than in their ten- entire careers. Yeah, I mean, the funny the funny thing is for me is uh, I I kind of enjoy doing that mm-hmm. more than. And honestly, I, I, it got to the point where I enjoyed doing that more than tagging. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, a lot of people that know, some don't, that like, you know, my hips, not the best. So you, as a wrestler, you find different ways to get things done without aggravating injuries and stuff. So mm-hmm. I just, I did it a couple times and I was like, okay, well, this doesn't hurt as bad. So that's kind of where it went from there and you know i felt man when I, I it was funny i just watched i just watched that spot with lawless a couple days ago and i, I was like oh, what it, it just sounded like a gun going off and i just i cringed i was sitting in my in my office and i was like oh shit like i felt so bad for him but then then you watch it and you keep going and then there's the the table spot with me and flex were and the two tables and when i went through them like i legit smacked my face off the floor like i, I just remember Craig's like, he's talking, and I looked at him, and I seen his lips, like, they're moving, but, like, I couldn't hear what was going on. I wasn't processing for a couple of minutes, but I can only imagine what Sean Phoenix feels like. <laughs> I was just thinking, it's more or less the same thing. Cause, uh, so, just to roll back for people that maybe aren't familiar, uh, the, the uh, Lawless uh, uh, chair spot we're talking about, you waffled him in the back, but apparently it caught the back of his head, right? Yeah, the, the upper part of the chair, the... Uh, and I didn't, like I said, I didn't plan for it that way, but it caught him like in mm-hmm. that, that fat round part of the back of your head and busted him just right open right yeah. away. And, uh, yeah, that wasn't fun. <laughs> and then, and then the finish, I think you had two tables stacked on the outside. Yeah. One was uh, between the apron and the barricade. And then there was one on top of that. And yeah. what happened was, is, uh, the tables were a little weak and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> they didn't absorb that weight like we thought they were. And when, when I came down, it was coming kind of awkward. And yeah, I went straight down and just side of my face. Just you watch it like if you watch it on a video, it just bounces. Um, there was a point where I was kind of slow mo trying to figure out like what happened, you know, because yeah. I watched it in person. I was I was right there on camera, and it was um, you know, it was like I'll tell you that hurt a hell of a lot more than when I took um, when I speared uh, Corey off the off the bleachers through the table yeah that that you think that was the most you were knocked loopy yeah well loopy yes but not physical but the most physical pains that that one legend so i jumped over and they didn't catch me too right and they i went over the top rope and they like power bombed me right into the metal part of the the ring apron like oh. the ring yeah it was that was yeah that's i lost i had lost feeling in my lower body for like 30 40 seconds Oof. yeah so Oof. yeah i mean but here's the thing like over the years though like i've 
uh, it's, it's not something to joke about, but like I've been hitting the head many times with a chair, like, and I get the whole I call it reboot. Like mm-hmm. everything fades out the black and then it comes back. Mm-hmm. Like, that's happened before, but that was holy shit. Yeah, I just remember saying to CJ, I was like, "Is my nose bleeding?" He's like, "Nah." I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> Fuck everything else. Don't Wait, me. this is the legend spot. No, no, this was this was the uh, the table, the, table, the tables yeah. to the floor. Yeah. yeah, the legend spot. I I legit couldn't get up. Like mm-hmm. I was, I was telling I was telling Craig, I was like, Can somebody fucking help me. I can't get up. You know. <laughs> and they wanted like they wanted to go to the hospital. I was like, nah. But I remember driving home that night. That was a whole from Meadville, dude. Like when you, like, yeah, it's what three hours. Yeah, like oh, it's just yeah, it, it's like sitting on a toilet outside for three hours. It hurts like hell. That's so, great. you're closing out your uh, IWC um, uh, uh, career there with a, a, a cage match, which I had the fortune to be inside the cage with you. That was you the first guys. time for you. That was the first Broke time. Broke your cage, for me. Cherry. Yes, yeah. yes. Because uh, about a week week or so before, I was uh, doing something with Chess Flex, or I think we were driving in our show, and he's like, What do you think about being in the cage? And I was like, Well, <laughs> oddly, with you two, I trust more than anybody else. What's funny is, so my wife taped the whole match like on her phone, mm-hmm. and before you had processed all the stuff. So I watched it that night, and I even sent the flex where and I was, I was like, this, I was like, honestly, this looks like shit. Like I wasn't happy with it, mm-hmm. and I don't think he was either. But then when you brought out your video and the commentary and everything, like the finished product, I was like, it's a whole different match. I was like, it looks a hundred times better than what the original video that she shot was. And I was just like, I told him, I said, you know, thank God. I, I said, thank God for guys that know what the fuck they're doing with the taping. And even like Dombrowski and I'm on commentary. I said, it just, it's a whole different presentation. Mm-hmm. And it makes us look 10 times better than what we really are. Honestly. Yeah. And, make or break. Yeah. And you know, if anybody said, uh, I, and I, I really feel this way. Anybody go out there and said they wrestle and they'll be like, oh, that was that was the greatest in the world. Watch it back without the production. And then watch it with the production. You'll be like, you just get blown away. It's like, I don't know, because I'll be honest with you, like, nerves were going in that. Nerves were so, my stomach was upset. I was just, I, I know he was nervous. And then all, there was a lot of backstage bullshit going on with that match. We just amplified everything. And I remember, like, when they're doing announcements for us to come out, I'm like, I, I sit in the back, I'm like, this is going to be shit. Like, I, I just, you just get that feeling. And then watching it, well, except when you, I was like, oh, well, I feel a lot better now. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> because really, I mean, everybody's pretty smart. We go in there, there was really no game plan. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's see what happens. <laughs> you know, it, and then the funny part is we're in the back and we're like, I remember Flexor saying, well, what if I throw a chair and like you move and it accidentally hits Sorg or something? I'm like, I was like, well, if he didn't have that camera in his hand, I was like, we could consider that. I was like, but let's not break any equipment. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said, Sorg's already went down the road once. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Still trust so. them too. You hear that? <laughs> Still trust them mm-hmm. too. But yeah. no, it was good. Yeah. I, I mean, it was fun. Yeah. I was a little concerned when the, the table was caught on fire, but. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Uh, I, I mean, I honestly, I didn't like, like, I remember we, we kind of talked about that and, mm-hmm. and uh, like, like 
Plumber didn't know, you know, of course, you know. And uh, I just, I was like, this is either going to go over really well. I was like, or this is going to be a total disaster. And I, I, the funny part is I hit Craig selling, and I'm laying there. And I just, I hear out of the corner of my ear, like, uh, uh, like you're on fire, you're on fire. And I'm like, well, I'm not on fucking fire. Like, I'm, and then after watching it, you see Flexor's leg catch on fire. And he's like, <laughs> I'm like, and then he like, he rolls over, he pins me and Craig's still selling. I'm like, Craig, fucking God. <laughs> and like, you're laying there and all you smell is lighter fluid. Yeah. You're just like, okay, well, I'm not, like, I'm not getting hot. So, okay, everything's cool. But <laughs> there was a little secret. Like, I don't know if you knew this. So we had went to the ring. We had 30,000 thumbtacks in a bag. Yeah. We never pulled them out. Oh. But we had them. We, it was funny, and I don't care about. It. At this point, kayfabe's dead. Me, Flexor, and Mickey sat in the back of the locker room, twenty minutes before the match, and unboxed thirty thousand thumbtacks and put them in a bag. And we just decided not to. We get out there and we just didn't decide to. Use them. <laughs> Can I have this? He sold them. I think oh, they. Yeah. I think they ended up in because I was at a premiere show and there. I was like, wow, there's a lot of tags here. Tax here and and they're separate. They they were all one color, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and were. then one was in the chair that I went to sat down on, and Corey laughed at me. <laughs> uh, so in a cage took tax in like a month. So that's mine. Nice. Yeah. Will you go back in a cage though the film? I think that's great. No, no, absolutely. I think I think that changed that that changed <coughs> the presentation. And even like we there was a match a couple weeks later. Yeah. Uh, with uh, Chris Taylor and the Rev, and we I actually considered it. We had like so. But there was their cage; they didn't have enough room. Well, see, the idea that we had originally was is I remember a couple years back when you used the GoPros from the top of the cage. Yeah, that's what like me and Flex were throwing around. Some like, good well, shots of like Chris Larusso and Andrew Palace, I think. Yeah, yeah, but uh, like because me and Flex were talking, about, and he had said that you told him that like the batteries, like there was no guarantee with like how yeah. much you were going to get. Yeah, and I was like, ugh. and he's like, well, why don't I just ask Sorg to get and see if we'll go in the cage? And I'm like. Shit! Yeah, whatever you want to do, and it worked out because it's it's great. Mm-hmm. I think it's like it's better than any other like cage matches before when you had to film it from the outside, right? You know, just, right, and it makes up for those couple of cage matches I screwed up. Yeah. When- <laughs> well, listen, and this is not on you, but it'll never, it'll never make up for that the one at the Art Institute that years ago. You, you know about that? Yeah, one? yeah. I was, and I was not on that one. We still can't find the video. You can't find the video. Because it was, it was the audio was messed up in it. Right. I never had a copy. I have night one, and then I have some matches from hey, the night two. But I don't. That match doesn't. I should have it somewhere. It's like missing in action. That's weird. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. I have a DVD somewhere, I think. But it was so painful. Like. Yeah. After we get back, they're like, oh. So fuck? so this is let's tell this part because Bronco on the last uh, interview we were talking about the outdoor outdoor show at West Virginia and everything, right? <laughs> and I remember there was the main event. It was a big deal. You were you know almost never in the main event, let alone a cage match like this. And I th- remember going into it, you told me it was like, yeah, the last one got fucked up because it was you know basically they had a, this big show. It was uh, Norm Connor's hundredth show. And the second night, instead of uh, Tony F was doing video at the time, and I think I helped with the first night. Mm-hmm. And the second night, they had these kids from the Art Institute come in. And um, 
I'm already shaking my head because I am an R Institute grad, so I kind of know what to expect. Uh, <laughs> so, and I've had R Institute interns uh, in, in my day job, uh, and I know what to expect um, from the video department. And uh, what, yeah, you said it came out, the audio was bad, and that was your that was a big cage match you had. What was it? It was the Gambinos and Babyface baby Fire, was it? Gory and uh, DJZ? Yeah, yeah. Like, big match. Yeah. We dropped the titles to them, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. It was a big deal, yeah. Uh, big night, like I don't know, Sandman and, and AJ Styles and God knows who else was there over the weekend. So this one's the one that we're outside. Last minute, they changed it to outside. We get to the last match, and you know, there's that that extra intermission because you got to put up the cage. Um, by that time, the sun is on my monitors, oh, and so I awesome. don't realize that the audio isn't working. So we have the match, yeah, and you get the commentary. But the commentary is off of other microphones bouncing off the building behind us. Yes, yeah, so it sounds really. It's real it. weird. Yeah. It's real weird. So, so going into this, I was really conscious of. Oh, I don't want to fuck this up again for Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, you know what? It was ten times better than the Art Institute. When at least it was watchable. When you could like kind of hear See what's going on. Yeah, there was nothing with the uh, the main one. Mm-hmm. What was that? Hold on a second. got to see something. Oh, here. no. Something's going on. Something in the chat. <laughs> said your wife's just saying it. Who is... Who oh, is yeah. Your wife's being put over really good in the chat who room. Who is Chris um, Daniel Megan? Uh, thanks for BS. Though. I'm BS. Damn, Marshall. BS. <laughs> yeah, that was so hot. The <laughs> sun was shining in the cage. I remember that. You and your best friend, Brian McDowell. Yeah, you had Flexer with you guys, I think. Ginger was there too, yeah. Yeah, no, I had the cage match was fun. It was fun, it was so hot. It was, yeah, it was hot. Like, sun was at its because because that was a one o'clock show. We started yeah. at one, so the sun was right there. I remember one part you bumped me or something, or we took a maybe it was a double down or something. And like, I remember later, and I just hear you say, Fuck, it's so hot out here. <laughs> I'm like, I know. <laughs> I think we, yeah, I think we did like this super flex or whatever, and then I was laying there and I was like, black man i was like it's so hot oh dude it was it was it was like on fire you gotta climb the cage and it's just on fire i'm like Ugh. oh geez. it was fun though mm-hmm. it was it was when, especially when you think you're gonna wrestle in a cage match inside the building <laughs> <laughs> you never know in indie wrestling well you're moving on to um a new venture with uh prospect pro wrestling yes i've been hearing about this being in the works for a good while now yeah well how long have i been talking about this like the last year over a year oh a year i think i heard about it yeah i think I'm like about yeah. a year and a half maybe two years ago he had the idea is when i first heard and then it's been building since then. i had an idea and the biggest delay with it was is i kind of one day decided it's like you know when i'm i'm wrestling and it's all like I'm taking all this time away from the family to begin with. Yeah. Like, okay, if I start my own, yeah. now it's even more time. Because um, in that last year between IWC and RWA, like you were wrestling like more than I probably a, wrestled more now. Yeah, I probably wrestled more in that last year than I probably did in five or six years before that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's – and it all worked out. It was, you know um, – no secret, you know, IWC was looking to – for younger guys – Mm-hmm. Uh, they were kind of weeding out the old guys. Um, you know, one day I just I, I called Phil Bad up, and we were just having a conversation, and I and I was very blunt with him, and I said, you know, I'd like to come down and work for you. I know we had talked about he, me and him had talked about that years before when he first started RWA, and it just mm-hmm. never worked out. Mm-hmm. And um, 
I said, I don't know if I fit in. Um, you know, I said, I probably have a year or two left that I could still, you know, give back, do something. And then it just kind of snowballed with hentai coming on board and then Bronco and Roden. And, um, in the end, I think it worked out great. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, it kind of, it, it really did turn into kind of an unofficial IWC invasion. Yes. And, and, and I think that's why it really was so hot because I yeah. mean, I think we talked about the last interview, there were actually comments from, from like audience members, like how can you let those guys come in? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Go back to IWC. Yeah. It was all the yeah. whole nine. And it's funny cause you know what, no matter what anybody thinks, remember there's somebody that pays for all that. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Yep. So, and and also we're getting like um I I've made the comment about like we're you know it's 2018 and I'm still getting like classics between Justin Idol and Gory and yeah. Tentai right like just like it really I, I hate to make anybody feel old but just like when I started watching wrestling here mm-hmm. in 2006. Well, it was funny, but like the one thing that was funny with all that is I I remember we wrestled uh, uh Gory one night and like I remember reading Gory talking I was like Dude, we haven't wrestled in like years. Like, like, and it was just like, it was crazy because, you know, me and Mickey had all that, that chemistry with uh, DJZ and Gory and IWC. It was like, all right, Gory's going to do this, this, this. We just kind of, you remember, you know. And you, so, if anything, we lost a step. Like, not Gory. Gory's still top of his game. You know, I lost a step. Mm-hmm. Um, but I enjoyed it down there. It was different. Um, it was something, to me, new and fresh. Uh, not the same old, same old kind of thing. And there was a little bit more cops and riots. Oh, yeah, cops and riots. There was a little bit more room for creative input. Mm-hmm. Um, all worked out. And then in the meantime, all that was going on. I, I thought I was kind of out with IWC, and um, we had talked yeah. about the the high stakes title. I had talked about doing that um, when Chuck Roberts still in the company, and we had plans to resurrect that title before I had my, right before I had my shoulder surgery. And uh, when I went in for the surgery, you know, me and Chuck decided that let's not do that right now. It's not a good time, blah, 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 blah. And when it was kind of put on the back burner, Chuck sold the company. And I had talked to Justin a couple times about it, like, you know, the legacy of it and, you know, kind of being a good title for mid-card guys to um, work towards that, you know, guys that necessarily can't, shouldn't be wrestling for the super any title or the world title or you know just give something for the younger guys to chase and then it just kind of went from there uh i mean i designed the title we sent it off to be made uh got it back and the rest is thank you <laughs> but the rest is you know it's history it, it it's good i mean i i think flexor as far as i'm concerned flexor should have it for as long as he can carry it i mean he's a he's a good representative for it mm-hmm. um you know, the title is gimmicky. That's what it was for. There's always a stipulation on the mat, like for the match for that title. Um, it's something different. You know, people can steal the name and copy the title, but there's only really one high stakes title. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So um, I'm, I'm glad to be a part of that. I'm glad that I could part of that. Like I had something to do with bringing that back to pay homage to, Guys like Shirley Doe, Boomer Payne, guys that have had that title before. Um, so I had fun with that run. I enjoyed it. It was probably outside of probably outside of the the major run that me and Mickey had with uh, Shima and Gory. That's probably my favorite 
run with that. I, I enjoyed that last six months immensely. I was always having fun with it. So, but so. then, like I said, it, you know, I, I knew, I knew there was time to, you know, quit wrestling month to month. Mm-hmm. Um, now, that doesn't mean I'm done totally forever. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just I'm not doing it every month. And then uh, when I knew it was finishing up, I was like, well, I want to do something to get back to guys, like the young guys. I, I sat around and I seen a lot of young guys in the last couple of years that would come out of school and get a shot here or there, but never really got a chance. Like, as far as I'm concerned, you need, like, when you start out, you need as many reps as you can get. Right. I don't give it, like, I really don't care where you wrestle. Like, you know, a lot of times Black Diamond they used to get a real bad rep for, oh, that's, you know, that's just, that's not the best. Well, you know what? That's where me and Mickey honed our characters at down there. Mm-hmm. Without them, there wouldn't have been no Gambino. And a lot of people have. Yeah. And oh, it, yeah. A lot of freedom down there. Yeah. You, you get a lot of freedom. And it's, you know. it's been, um, Black and Diamond has been a constant when yes. I'm talking to people from the Pittsburgh area, it seems. It's one of the reasons that we started looking at them and started working with them as far as our stuff here. Yeah. Because I think there's a lot of good stuff there. It's a lot of stuff building, of yeah. course. And they got a really interesting presentation and, and philosophy on things down yep. there too, so just it just hasn't gotten in front of more people than are getting yeah. down there. I mean, they're kind of in an isolated area, absolutely. In a sense, um, but you know, sitting around, you know, I thought, well, what can I do? And you know, it's no secret, Bronco and I worked with Five Star. Well, it's wrestling. not now. Well, <laughs> but, I mean, you know, our philosophy that regardless of who owned the company or what was, you know, yeah. when we were in East Brady, me and Bronco were calling the shots there and we were giving a lot of guys, you know, chances. And like, I know he's the same way. He feels the same way. Like one guy that I take credit for is Remy. Mm-hmm. Like Remy LeVay. Remy LeVay. Before he started working for us in East Brady for Five Star, he really didn't have a persona or a presence. And it was... Because nobody was giving him the chance month after month to craft his yeah. skills. So we started doing that in like, what, in the six months that we were doing that? Like, he was like a different person. And now yeah. look what he's doing. I you worked know? with him part of it. Yeah, it was yeah. fun. So I said, well, you know what? I have 16 years in a business. I, I basically helped Norm Connors a lot, you know, a lot of times, helped Chuck. I've helped Plumber. I still, and that's the other thing. I still work for IWC. I just work behind the scenes, right? Mm-hmm. So, but now I want to do something that's gives back to the guys that don't get the reps like they should. My philosophy on Prospect Pro is you're a young guy, come work for us. Like, you don't have to be the greatest, but we're going to put you with guys that have the experience that could lead you to be great or better than what you are. You know, some places guys come out of school. Okay, well, you're going to go wrestle with another trainee. Well, that's great, but to me, that that's nothing. You need to work with guys that have been doing it for a long time, and that's mm-hmm. what we're doing. Like, we're going to have a couple storylines. Um, right now, there's there's no titles, there's no nothing like that. It's just guys coming out there trying to put on a good show in front of people. We made the tickets affordable for people. Like, you're not going to see all the big indie names. You know, once in a while, we'll bring some guys in, but it's for the local guys and we want people to come out and see these local guys give these local guys a chance um you know honestly when i came up like we didn't have a lot of opportunities thank mm-hmm. god that norm like we had constant bookings you know on iwc shows and that's one thing that some guys in the area they kind of 
fail to remember is if you're what for whatever reason, if you're on a booking committee or you're doing this or that for the promoter and you're getting booked every month, great. Good for you. But how about the guy that doesn't get those opportunities and maybe gets to wrestle once every three months? Not because he's a bad guy. Mm. Just there's no room or you're trying to put yourself in that position. You know what I mean? Like, it's just... There may be guys that aren't ready to travel yet, right? Yes and no. Okay. You know, it's... I mean, I, I know a couple of examples in my head. And I'm not going to name names, but there's a couple of examples of the guys that should be wrestling more. Mm-hmm. Like, they're they're good. But for there's too many people in a car, or there's too many egos pushing themselves or you know whatnot or they're not being used the way they should or they're wrestling just wrestling other trainees that have the same amount of time no they should be you want to those that's your future like it doesn't matter like i only had so many years bronco has only so many years you know a lot of the guys don't have so many years so many bumps as we call it you need to be cultivating and molding these new guys to get to that level that you know when it's time for you to go somebody's there to kind of continue it Right. And there's enough wrestling companies in the area now. That's the <clears throat> that's the crazy part. Like, regardless of what people th- like, oh, this this place is bad or this place everybody's like has this place to wrestle. Get out, yeah. you know. We just I just want to do it a little bit differently. And like, and, and there's good talent at all of Yes. Like I, I I can say that across the board. There is good talent. Definitely. Good talent at about every wrestling company here in the area. Yes. Everybody like, you know, I'm not a fan of some of them, mm-hmm. but that's just me, right? That's my personal opinion. But that's not. There's a lot of different philosophies going out yes, there too. But that's not a reflection of like the wrestlers. No, that's the like that's my like that's my thought on the company itself and how it's being run, not the workers themselves. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of guys like Lee Morad, Moriarty. Yeah, Moriarty. I'm sorry. Just Lee. just here the other night. <laughs> yeah, no. Like I'm a fan of his. Like you know, like a lot of these guys that come on. I I, I do watch Rise. Like, I see mm-hmm. the guys that are going out there. Um, like I said I mine's like like Derek, you know, he has the open door policy. I have an open door policy too. Like we're just starting out, but it's not like this is a one and done deal. Mm-hmm. Like I plan on being around for a while. And if anybody wants to come and work for us, great. You know, I want, I want different guys. I want to see matchups. Like my thing is like our first, our main event, Roden versus McChesney. Like to me, like that's great. Like I, I, I want to sit and just watch it. Like, it's never been done. Nobody's done it. Mm-hmm. Like, let's see some matchups that hasn't been done, you know? And and if it comes down to a point where, oh, I work for here, and, oh, well, he don't let me work over here. Bullshit. You're, we're all wrestlers, right? It shouldn't come down to that. Like, if you're, like, if one guy's running here and one guy's running up here, who cares? Mm-hmm. And you're you're working up in Cantanning. It's yes. a it's a good way the other direction. It's not like this weird pocket that's happened in the south of Pittsburgh yes. where everybody is literally literally ten minutes down the road running against each other. Which you know you can argue whether that does or doesn't. Uh, I mean, two two companies have the biggest houses of the year running a show down ten literally ten minutes down. What the road I did from notice though from that is, mm-hmm. and I'll put Justin Plummer on blast for this. One thing he always told me when I went to when I worked at RWA is like, why would you do that? Because, you know, the fans we don't you know it's the same fans. No, it's not. It's totally different. You might have one, two, three, four fans cross over. You might, mm-hmm. but you know what? For the majority, IDBC has their fan base. Uh, 
RWA has their fans. Here's 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 RWA fans don't like IWC. No, no like, they have. I have been told that Super Indie is boring by RWA fans. Yes, like it's a different philosophy. It's a different type of thing. Yeah, and you guys are able to poke at those fans in different ways than you do an IWC fan, right? Well, oh, and the best part about it is like, and, and I, I we did this years ago when we were when we were traveling to Ohio, but it, it worked perfectly here. I can go to RWA and be a total asshole. Mm-hmm. And I'll get the reaction I want. It's it's more of a southern feel, old school. Yeah, IWC. Yeah. I love IWC. It's my home, but they're a bunch of smart marks. Mm-hmm. And it's like if you're not out there flipping, you know, and, and doing all the flashy stuff, they don't care. Like I could go out to RWA and just basically say, "Hey, piss off," and I'll get tremendous heat. You go to IWC, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. You uh, piss off. Oh, I need a 450. I need that, you know, or, or you need to kill yourself, which, yes, and it's, no. it's a different philosophy. It's, it's a whole different yeah. philosophy, you, you know, and, and but, but that's what's nice. One thing, and I will tell anybody if, they, if nobody's checked out Revenge Pro up in Erie, mm-hmm. you need to because what they're doing up there is something unique and it's awesome. Like, and I'm proud to be a part of it. Not that I'm wrestling on her shows, but I do help behind the scenes with them. And it it's great. I, I think I've done four shows for them now. It's just, it's a different product. It's a fresh feel. Mm-hmm. If you, I recommend anybody, just go check them out. It's with McCh- John McChesney and Aaron Draven and Jamie and them are doing up there. Something just totally unique. Good. It, 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 optics, at least, like seeing what they're doing, any of the videos I see, pictures or anything, it, like it does look like you need to get them. It's on got a little <laughs> We'll have a discussion about that somewhere down the line. <laughs> but uh, no, it, it's good. It, it seems like everything's fresh, everything's hot right now, and yeah. and there's a lot of opportunity there. You get in a new area, and uh, and it looks like uh, you know some really fun matches. I'm loving the matchups that are coming up here. You know, one thing is is I am firmly secure with the matches that we have. For, on December 15th. Every match is providing something different. But one thing at the end of the day, the buck stops with me. I don't have a bunch of guys sitting around putting matches together. Mm-hmm. It's all coming from me. So if it, if it comes off shitty, come tell me about it. It's on me. I take the blame for it. Like I said, we're trying something new. I, I, think, I think everybody's going to be happy with what we're doing. And, and you know, like I said, we got... We got some vets. We got some guys right out of the, the training school from IWC. Um, got some guys that you know been around a couple years. A little bit of everything. So it should be a good time. I see a lot here. Eh? Like I'm looking at the card right now. We have like Super Hentai, big vet, somebody that you've done a lot of battles with with Bulk Nasty. Teacher versus student. Mm-hmm. There'd probably be a lot of that teacher versus student action. I mean, I mean, a lot of these guys have been trainees, uh, trainers back in the day too. When's Bronco going to get a shot against DJZ? Let's just say. Let's just say I've had a conversation with DJ Z in the last couple of weeks. Another one, no? nice. Uh, a little over here, Gambino for president. I love. I love Marshall. He doesn't sugarcoat it. I thought my favorite. And if you don't like it, tough shit. That's, that's just the that's way it Tony. is. Uh, but good to see a lot of guys that are making waves in here. I see the Rev is a part of this as yes. well, and somebody that you've worked with in our yes, before I'm as well. Very excited to have the, the Rev on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's. Uh, I love Rev. Like sometimes he could be a little bit much for me, but I, I think he's going to fit perfectly in what we're doing up there. That's great. Yeah, <laughs> he's good. It's going to be fun. Yeah. And, and he's I'm a like, promotional machine. Yes. 
Yes. yes. He's always on it. Uh, I'm excited that uh, I see that Chuck Roberts is uh, dying the tux one more time. One night only. One night only. Chuck Roberts comes out of the woodwork. Yes. Uh, I was, uh, I'll be honest with you. When I, when I made that phone call, I was like, there's no chance in hell. And uh, <laughs> I'm excited for that. I mean, that's, you know. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs> I was excited when he did somebody's wedding in recent years. So, <laughs> oh yes, that's right. Yeah, that we were both, I think, working. There was there was two weddings he's done for that for Who's me. Who's the other? Uh, hentai and uh, and Flexor. Oh, that he was at Flexor. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. He's that was that. Oh, well, that was the day where it was like an entire table of former and current IWC owners. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And like it was like a summit, (laughs) and then Joe Dabrowski and uh, I don't know one of the oh uh, I think it was like Wild Chowder or something. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you have all the owners, and then there was just you're just like, what are you doing here? (laughs) (laughs) That's great. And then I was at the tag team table with you. That's yes. yes. That always seems to happen. Um, awesome. Well, 2PW it is coming up on uh, December fifteenth, the first show. Up in Catanning, PA, uh, not not far. If you guys are in the Pittsburgh area, definitely listen, guys. You're you're already traveling for IWC Rise and everything in the South. Hey, you know there's a north of the city, and now there's wrestling there, and you can go check it out there too. So it's, a, it's about 40, 45 minutes from the city. It's not bad. I mean, yeah. that's that's pretty much from town coming to the IWC. It's about halfway towards me. Yeah. Closer. Oh. We, could all go to, we could all go to Broncos for the after party. We got a short commute for Bronco <laughs> finally. Well, the uh, oh yeah, thank God. Well, no, but the uh, the club might be open back oh, up Jesus. by then. Oh, Jesus. The strip club I used to work at burned down like a year and a half ago. Wait, burnt down? Yeah. I, what did you do? Fire. I didn't do it. Yeah, you're not the only person I asked that. I, well, my exit wasn't the best. Uh, <laughs> I I chugged a bottle of Captain Morgan and said, fuck you, I quit. And then, like, it was just a rough time, but, like, fences were mended, but they're... They're in the process of rebuilding. They should be up. They were they were wanted to be up this week. But Maybe we should, should do up. a wrestling show there down the road. <laughs> there you go. There <laughs> you go. Brand new building. Yeah. <laughs> we have some kind of on a pole match or something. Nobody else right? is doing that in this area. No, so, I mean, different, right? Yeah, the corner of the I market. <laughs> hey, I mean, we're gonna see. We're gonna see what happens, man. Like, like yeah. I'm excited for it. Um, you know, everybody that's involved, excited for it. You know, mm-hmm. it, uh, social media is running wild on it. We're getting a lot of feedback from people. Um, just going to be a fun night of wrestling. That's awesome. You know, so. Where can people find out more information about the promotion? Uh, prospectprowrestling.com or uh, facebook.com prospectprowrestling. There you go. We don't, uh, we don't do the Twitter and all that yet. Not we're, yet. We're not that sophisticated. You got to work your you got to work your way up to it, especially yes. as a new promotion. We don't have the Sorgatron Media I'm behind s- it. I'm still working up to Twitter. We're, wait, we're trying to get that Sorgatron Media machine behind it, but it's you know, we'll, we'll have a discussion. It's slowly it. pulling out of the station. We'll, we'll have a discussion as soon as producer Missy gets back from oh, Sorgatron Media West. We're, we're screwed. <laughs> <laughs> trying to sign trying to sign some Northern California promotions. That's it. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but uh, thank you, Marshall Gambino. It's been a pleasure watching these God twelve plus years of watching local indie wrestling for me. That's You've been right. there since day one. Wow, not, not day one, but I've been there a long time. Well, day one of me watching. I think. you I'll look like that's what I'm saying, dude. I I still dude, remember, I still remember we used to do this show in a in a it was a second floor one time. Yep, it was in a basement a couple times. Yep, like. You're, 
one of you was wearing a monkey head. I should have like VIP status by now. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, pretty know. much. We'll buy a taco. I mean, the only thing you need is like you need to get like valet out here parking. Parking it's is an a issue. Bitch up here. It's right an there. issue. Well, I thought that, hey, he didn't tell me the guys across the street were taco vendors. I thought they were gonna rob me or something when I pulled <laughs> in. <laughs> you gotta give that Iggy when you're like. I know. I drew on the one. He was like, "No oh, tacos." My bad, man. That's why the cops are going down by. <laughs> Thank you so much. Go check it out. And you can check out a lot of the history of Marshall Gambino over at IndieWrestling.us. A lot of action and violence and fun stuff there uh and the rest of the gambino family too including vicky who's hey you never know who might show up at this show mm-hmm. i'm just saying i mean jimmy demarco is advertised on the card mm-hmm. but there might, <coughs> be, there might be a couple other uh family members coming out of the woodwork you never know who might show up <laughs> awesome go check it out and uh thank you everybody for checking out the Indie Mayhem Show. Again, check out everything at IndieWrestling.us, past interviews and other podcasts at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. And until next time, support Indie Wrestling. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at SorgatronMedia.com.